overs, unders, spreads, lines, favorites, dogs. We love them all because we love the action. This is Cyclone Fanatics Action Fanatics Podcast. Presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino and Resort. Your weekly look at the games and lines we love. Listen in, take notes, and put a little action in play at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino and Resort in Jefferson, Clinton, and Emmitsburg. Visit wildroseresorts.com for more info. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Let's do this! Now, please welcome your hosts, Chris Williams and Todd Kirk. What is up, guys? Welcome to this week's Action Fanatics podcast here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Chris Williams, joined weekly by Todd Kirk. We are, as always, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson. Um, great. I, I, we, we say this every week, but I, I really do just feel an urge to tell our audience uh, some of the, the great promotions that are on that DraftKings app. It's unbelievable. Um, you're dumb not you. You really are dumb not to be taking advantage of some of the bonus stuff that they have, and they get me to um to play a little like fun little parlays that I wouldn't normally. I mean, if we're all in this for fun, right? Um, and and that's what it's all about. So get over to uh to to Jefferson uh, for our Central Iowa audience, and uh, you guys can. Just get get signed up if you haven't already. I promise you, it's an exponentially better experience than anything else that the state of Iowa has to offer. Uh, Todd Kirk, how are you as we head into this college football weekend that will feature a nationally televised Iowa State Oklahoma game right in our backyard? And um, man, I thought last week in college football felt. Awesome. It felt like a real college football weekend. You and I were up late betting second half Baylor Lions together. It felt great. How are you today? That was a winner. I'm awesome, man. Uh, how are you doing, Chris? Not too bad. Not too bad. I've done um I've done I, I feel like I got some interesting stuff for us on the college ranks this week. Not necessarily picks, but just some information uh that I that I've been digging up. That's part of it too. I'm I'm yeah. hoping now. Um, I'm hoping you maybe have one, uh, uh like is, is Cammy's whammies going to start this week? Or are we just- <laughs> yeah, uh, we should start doing that. Just have oh, her, it'd be awesome. it's just all based off of like which mascots she likes and which ones she doesn't like. That's it. Perfect yeah. colors, whatever, man. The, the, uh, Cameron's favorite mascot is the, uh, the, 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 it's like a mythical creature, the Coastal Carolina mascot, the Chantel, Chanticleer. Chanticleer, yeah. yeah. I brought her back one of those. I, I called a um, Iowa State tournament there in Myrtle Beach one year, and I brought her back a Chanticleer or whatever it is. And <laughs> well, she, don't say Chanticleer. It's, it is Chanticleer. Yeah, yeah. Well, she yep. loves them. She's a big Coastal Carolina fan. Uh, that was her lock of the year was them over Kansas. In week one, so she's one to know. She's retiring, but uh, Miami, Miami. Okay. Have you showed her the uh, Tulane wave? Yeah, <laughs> well, she'll love those uniforms. So, how do you know I love those uniforms? They're great. Hey, <laughs> yeah, let me, was, I want to give you some information that. here before we start with uh, yeah. looking at the games. This is um, this is really good stuff. Steve Mannequin from Veasan. Um, I give him the credit for that. He's he's the one who dug this up, but you know, we've been talking about like home field advantage, right. In college football and how much of it has been negated this year because of the the crowds. And he did a lot of great research here. Um, 
So basically, in a non-conference game, home field advantage has been absolutely worthless. Okay. So there haven't been many of them, but he, he's got it to 30 of them. Home team. This is straight from his piece. Home teams have been favored by an average amount cl- close to a typical season, but the home team performance is eight points off, eight full points off. Uh, and normally to, you think normally you think yeah. most home teams are giving them three points, right? So it's absolutely almost triple worse. Yes. Like and I mean the only thing I can say. Todd is, you know, kind of what we thought looking at that Iowa State Louisiana game. Like, I mean, it's it's like a scrimmage. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the the there's no. Not only does the opposition these smaller schools have, you know, they're not there's not the intimidation factor of coming out in front of sixty thousand or whatever. But then there's like a letdown factor to these home teams. So like it it is clearly. Um, impacted, and I and I, that's something we need to keep an eye on. I don't think there's a lot of these non-conference games left, but there's more information here. Um, Steve writes that. So now we're looking at games with like limited crowds versus games with no crowds at all. Um, home teams that have had fans at their games are underperforming by three points a game compared to what odds makers expect. Those without fans have underperformed by 8.5 points per game. Quote, a lack of motivation seems obvious for home teams playing in empty stadiums. Now, we need to put that in our back pocket for when the Big Ten starts up here in a few weeks. I mean, you're looking at a Penn State, you're looking at a Michigan, these giant-ass stadiums. Put that in our back pocket. That's good information. Not necessary. We can use it right now, but um, you know, the, I think odds makers are going to catch up with this. But I do think that what we've learned here early in the season can be used to our handicapping advantage here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I've heard uh, something similar to that in the NFL. The lack of fans really allows for teams to come back. So you're seeing, remember I talked about the scoring up nine points yeah, uh, per game, which is crazy when you look at over under numbers. Um, but that's part of it too. Like you don't have to, your audibles, man, I could just look over and you go, okay, you know, yeah, we're doing Luigi, <laughs> Luigi. And I don't have to freaking yell my guts out. Uh-huh. It's just, it's, it's too easy. It's a different dynamic. The one thing I don't know, and I'd be interested to know is have, has, have the line makers caught up with that, right? So, so uh, my buddy Trent Condon at KXNO, he's pretty good buddies with Chris Andrews there at the South Point in Vegas. Yeah. And um, they have. They, they've taken most, pretty much every home field value, I think he says now. Andrews told us this week is between 1.6 and 1.8 points. So, normally, you know, a place like Penn State would get four. Mm-hmm depending on who they're playing. You know, Iowa State's a yeah. three-point stadium. Uh, that is no longer. So they're catching up. But again, like I, I think that that letdown factor is something to keep in mind when the Big Ten rolls around. Like, I mean, if if you're if you're looking at like, let's – I haven't even seen the schedule, but if Penn State is hosting Rutgers and, you're, and they're laying 40, probably take the points. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. off the top of my head. But anyways um, – Juicy little college 
Sorry, come on. The wife needs to know that I'm when I'm recording Action Fanatics, not to call. Oh, that's Jeez. the most important block of a Thursday. Jeez. Hey, recording with Todd. All right. Um, sorry about that unprofessionalness here on the Action Fanatics podcast. Um, Dude, it's called real world. That's what happens. Like your dogs come up behind you on Zoom. The kid starts swearing in the background. Welcome to 2020, man. Yeah. Anyways, I there are I I I like this set of games, and I think I found some juicy ones for us to hop on. But let's start, Todd. Uh, before we get into any of these specific games, how how are we doing? You're, you're the one recording our picks. I felt like I was better last week. I tend to start slow and get better and better. How do you um, how do you have us right now, my man? Right. So basically, right now we're middling. I would uh, so college football because you're not doing much NFL here. Uh, I'm picking it up on like Sundays. I'm starting to watch line movement and stuff. But yeah, here on Thursday, I mean, I, I'm I'm really focused on college. I'll start picking up on the NFL stuff on Friday afternoon. And I think that, you know, part of it is wise and we talked about it. So just know we're, we're only going with what we give on this podcast. Now you and I, you know, I, I sat on and posted um, some stuff. You posted a, a teaser on there. We'll put stuff up there. I'm not counting that into our records. Yeah. So it, what I'm counting is what we give out here on the pod. I'd like to encourage everybody one more time. Follow us at action fanatics on Twitter um, at action fanatics on Twitter. We're constantly, uh, putting stuff out there, it is, um, and and we're going to keep growing that as well. I actually sent out an email this week, Todd. I was going to tell you about it later about expanding all this, so we'll we'll keep we'll keep moving on that. But um, yeah, Love so w- what are we doing here on our picks? How how have we done here on the podcast? All right, so college football, you're three and four. NFL, three and four. College football, I'm eight and five. NFL, I'm six and five. Uh, we did uh, put out there a new poll. So who you got? is really kind of focused on maybe these night games, right? These kind of we'll, – we'll, we'll talk about that maybe at the end of what we want to do for a college football game. I don't want to do this for every game, but who you got is 3-0, man. So it went 2-0 and in the NFL, a pretty high percentage take on uh, the, the public really liked Green Bay and Kansas City taking those points Sunday night and Monday night. That's about 80% on both of those winners. Yep. And then college football, it was Auburn laying the seven and a half, and they ended up covering that game. So three and oh for who you got. Bookie Bob is nine and nine. Um, not so good in the NFL, which doesn't surprise me because I think this COVID stuff has really taken the first four weeks, and I've heard this a lot, and turned them into preseason. Uh, so he's three and eight in the NFL, but he's six and one in college football. And if you looked, um, Man, it was last week. Everything he had looked like crap early, and they all came up to win. So he went 4-0 last uh, weekend on Saturday. And then the uh, the ever-so-present footy plays are a scorching 19-3-2, Chris. Jesus. <laughs> Get in on the EPL, man. Get in on it. Blindly. Well, I, I don't know. Is it time to fade? Is it time to fade yeah. the – the soccer? It might be. It might be because I'm almost. I like I told you. I found myself interested in Sky Sports. Holy crap! That's not cool. Jeez. I tried it. Like the more removed I am, I think the better I am. But I will have. Uh, I will have some plays for Saturday and Sunday. A lot of good games going on. Yeah, and then um, oh, matches, matches. I'm sorry, Todd. Please tweet out again our Action um, Network 
passwords or not passwords that'd be bad our yeah, action network um so people can follow along and i mean literally guys everything i bet i put on there you guys can follow it along uh you can go and look at my all-time record i mean i'm i think i've done pretty well everything's chronicled there so go and check it out let's start with this iowa state oklahoma game i'm not picking this game I tr- i'm trying not to pick a lot of iowa state just just the uh perception of it but um i if I if I was betting this game, Todd, I would totally take the points here with Iowa State. That Matt Campbell's four and zero against the spread against Lincoln Riley. Iowa State always plays this team well, and um, just just watching the games last week, um, Iowa State is a team that's ascending. Uh, I thought that they would. We depending on what you got that at, they covered against um, TCU. It was a higher scoring game than than most of us thought, but. Uh, I, I, I do think that this young kid who is the quarterback for Lincoln Riley right now is in for a rude awakening against that Iowa State defensive line. That, that, that group is nasty. That's the best defensive line I've ever seen at Iowa State. I don't think it's close. They go eight deep. Uh, they're good at linebacker. Uh, they're, they're okay in the secondary, but I'd rather be really good up front and, and, uh, th- than in the back end. But, man, I um, we'll have a lot more. Uh, breakdown of this game uh, for those people from a pure gambling standpoint. Um, this line has been dropping. It's been sinking like a rock. Uh, if you're wanting a value play, if this thing drops, you know, under a touchdown, like right now, I think it's at seven, seven. But, yeah. On, on, on draft, on, on draft yeah. Kings. You know, if you're simply a value seeker, um, if that thing gets down to six, maybe you roll, with Oklahoma, but I'll be honest at this point in the season with Spencer Rattler, he hasn't seen many live bullets. I I'm not convinced Iowa state isn't the better team right now. I I'd almost um, consider a sprinkle on Iowa state money line with this one, Todd. I, I really do. I'm that, I'm that confident. This is just coming from a handicapping standpoint. I thought that this line um, would be when I was projecting it out on Saturday night, I thought it would be around like four and a half is what I had it pegged at. And then it, then it opened up at like 10 or whatever it was, or I think 12 is what the um, one book had it at in Vegas. And then it got neutralized really quickly and it is sunk like a rock. So again, if you're, if you're just a blind value better, you'll probably play Oklahoma under a touchdown. But um, just knowing what I know about these two football teams, I'm not convinced Iowa state isn't better than Oklahoma at this point in time. Wow, and it's funny when you said uh, when you said money line because that's what I circled, Chris. Uh, plus two. Let me see. I think it was plus two twenty two ten. Plus two ten. So when I did this, I circled that. You know, I think this is the lowest spread in this game. Gosh, I go back five six years. Um, usually these are double digits. It's Oklahoma. Yeah, and, Iowa State's covered the and, last four. And all the Campbell ones, it's been double digits. And they've, yeah. co- they've covered every single one of them. And, and notable, too, the Sooners are – they've covered 10 of their last 29. So, like, they, they're generally an overvalued team under Lincoln yeah. Riley. Yep. gambling purposes. So I don't know. Uh, I do. Th- and I actually do think too, we were talking about the crowd. I think 15,000 people at Jack Dry stadium makes a big difference, big difference. Yeah. And if that number was supposed to, you know, I think it was 11.5 when I first wrote it down, then it went to eight, five real quick. Now it's at seven. If we're not getting 
you know, if there are no points, I think is where your four Chris would come in, right? If they're yeah. not giving any home team Probably. points, yeah, yeah. You know, so I think your I think your uh, what I like is your radar is is correct on where this should be. Um, I'm with you. I'm not going to give it as a play. Neither am I. That. But I circled the money line. It's like you just take the two ten and you double your money. Uh, okay, you want to give out our place? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> I I did. The, I'm doing this one because um, I knew how much you would enjoy it. But like, I this is a gut play. The trends do not back this at all. Um, this this isn't even my favorite play of the week. So don't. But like, Navy uh, minus seven at Air Force. Now, like everything would tell you to not lay points in an academy game like this but if you've been following uh, like along with air force they've got like 40 some guys who aren't who aren't playing and this is their first game uh this is navy's third game this is uh air force didn't even know they were gonna have a season until like a week ago they were just gonna play navy and army um most of the sharps from what i believe are saying to play air force that i've seen but like i Todd, just going off of what I've seen, like how is Air Force going to be ready to play? They're, they, from what I'm seeing, that they only have like three of their first string guys who are going to be playing on defense. Like, yep. their quarterbacks out. That their their quarterback was like one of the best quarterbacks in the Mountain West last year, and he he's not like performing up to academy standards or whatever it's called. So he's out. Yeah, like he got I, in trouble. He to, got in trouble. Yeah, Chris. well, whatever. I well, yeah. I don't even know what it was. I just read. I, I read what was in the release. So obviously, you know more about that situation than I do. But like, yeah. Todd, like I don't understand why anyone would play Air Force here. Is it the Man. the unknown? Like maybe they're really good and we don't know. But they, it, I mean, if all these guys were so good, they wouldn't be second and third string, right? Right. I, are you sure that you and I aren't related? I'm just wondering. Like, that was my whoop whoop when that thing came out, man. I'm like, because because here's the thing: Air Force. When you said sharp, you almost you know, oh, that made me feel good. Air Force is the play here under normal circumstances. Yeah, you know, it yeah. came out. I'm like, wait a minute, Air Force. They've never lost to Navy, as far as I you know, they don't lose at home to Navy, let alone get seven points, and then. I dug and found the same thing you did, Chris. You're right. I mean, their their defense is decimated. What they did was they had a bunch of players basically say, hey, we're going to take this semester off yeah, so we can gain another year of eligibility because our season's in the spring. That all changed, screwed them over. They have been practicing for quite a while. I think they have two months of practice under their belt with the guys that they have. So, you know, and they run. Oh, shit. They run the similar offense, right? Is so it, my take was this. It's I down just to totally six and a half, by the way. So I, we're taking it at six and a half. Yeah, I took it off the board for me because I was on uh, Air Force until I started digging and found out all that information you did. But I, I wouldn't blame you for taking, you know, my pick would have changed, but I just took it off. Okay. Well, you know, on the, on the other side – Air Force is practicing against the same system that they're going to be playing against. So it's right. not like right. it's not like they're going up against like Lane Kiffin or something here on on Saturday. Oh. But I don't it man, it's down to six and a half. I bet it last night at seven. God, that pisses me off when that happens. 
I should have known yeah, better. And there's your value. You know, six and a half might uh, might just entice me a little bit. Um, All right, I'm giving it out. I'm staying with I'm staying with Navy. Uh, but six and a half is the play since that's where it's at now. I'll take the extra half point. Okay. Um, all right. This is my favorite play of the week and you'll laugh at this too. Um, based off of our long conversation last Saturday, um, I'm rolling with Oklahoma state at Kansas, uh, for, for a couple of reasons here. One is it's Kansas. I, I, I do Todd think this is the worst Kansas team in the last like 10 years. I've, I've watched them enough now and I, I don't, I don't think the 21 and a half at DraftKings right now. Yep. I, I think that's accounting into the fact we still don't really know the quarterback situation for Oklahoma State. But, like, my thing is, like, Chuba Hubbard's been really quiet this year. He's ripping off, like, 97 yards a game, which is nothing for him. Even if Spencer Sanders doesn't play, I just – I I do feel like Oklahoma State now is getting into enough of a rhythm. They were outgained last week, by the way, by West Virginia, which is important to note. But I – so I think that they've had some real offensive line problems. They're replacing three starters up front for Mike Gundy. But Kansas is so bad, I just think that you have to blindly bet against them until they cover. And I think th- this is actually a good spot because enough people are undervaluing Oklahoma State based off of their offense so far that I like I think you I think that this game probably should be like around the 24 range but um, for for all the reasons I listed it's 21 and a half I really like Oklahoma State that'll probably again I, these are not necessarily what's going to be on my lock segment on cakes you know we talked about this last week this one will probably make an appearance on Friday I think love it yeah they've actually Oklahoma State has had uh you know, pretty easy going here. They've covered from what I can see the last five and they've laid, uh, they've laid 34 and a half, 23, 40 and a half, 17, 17 and a half. Um, I think like you said, actually this number, you know, if it's Kansas at home, this kind of comes in more in that 17 range uh, and Oklahoma state will then, if they cover this one, um, will have covered that number three in a row. So I, you know, I don't think they're going to have any trouble here. Uh, I would also look really at a first half play for Oklahoma State, but I like your pick, good job. Um, you give me a couple, and then I, I've got I've got one of the juicier plays of the year for me that I I think I might go like five units on. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Juicy play you, five units. You just, you just want it now. Or do you want yours? Yeah, no, bring it. You got a five unit. Yeah, this is like. Uh, I mean, I need yeah. you. I need you to talk me out of this. This is like bet your spouse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to get make sure I have the uh, updated point spread here from DraftKings before. All right. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Uh, North Texas. Oh, love this. Here minus one and a half over Southern Mississippi. So. Southern Miss, like their their coach quit after the first game because he's just like this job sucks and I don't want to be here anymore. And now they got this other guy, and um, you know, basically they they suck under him too. Uh, they they just they you know they get blown out by your Tulane Green Wave last week. That was one of your yeah. plays, I believe. But like, I don't understand why uh, North Texas isn't valued a little bit more than they are. I really like their coach Seth Luttrell. They've um, 
Averaged 46 points per game in their first two. They got a really good running back. Uh, it's it's a home game for them. Like to me, I could see North Texas winning this game by a couple touchdowns. The fact that it's a point and a half, like I, Southern Mississippi's like Kansas level bad in that league. Yep. And North Texas is, you know, they're they're a pretty good program. I I really like this play. It actually, I don't. Why, Todd? Do you know? I'm not not expecting that you've gone deep on this one, but why would that line not be different? You followed no. Southern Mississippi pretty closely, I know. Yeah, I mean, Southern Miss is terrible. I actually have uh, North Texas as one of my likes here. Oh, I've not so. seen. That's great. Um, yeah, no, I like North Texas, and I had it uh, minus one when I liked it, but let me see if there's, and, and while I'm talking, I'll see if we've got anything Yeah, uh, news-wise. I don't see anything news-wise that's come out. So, yeah, I didn't uh, – um, I wouldn't blame you at all. I mean, basically Tulane – like just 35 nothing to them in the second half. They Tulane played okay in the first half, but uh, Southern Miss has absolutely nothing. And I'm 100% with you. They are like a Kansas, but they're they're worse. That's a bad football team. And really the things that have happened off the field have affected them as much and, and made them worse. It doesn't always happen. You know, sometimes you get those teams that do rally and we've looked at, oh, look at all the shit that's going on. That doesn't always come into play. In this instance, uh, Southern Miss is an easy fade. I have one more college play, and then I'm, I'm going to just let you go. And um, it's South Carolina getting 18 against Florida. I just That seems like a lot of points, a lot of value there. Uh, they're not that bad. I watched them last week. I actually I lost on them last week. I, I, I sprinkled a little bit on South Carolina against Tennessee. But, you know, it's the whole must champ thing. Um, it's just a lot of points for what I think is a good football team. You, you factor in that the, the swamp isn't the swamp right now. I don't, there, there was one other SEC game. It was Vanderbilt catching like 21 to LSU that I'm like, I, I don't think they're very good. Uh, I'm a big Leach fan, everybody knows, and I, I watched that game again. I, I don't think LSU is very good. Maybe even – Think about a two-team like SEC underdog teaser with South Carolina and Vanderbilt this week. Uh, I would I would consider that, but I'll, I'll give out South Carolina at plus eighteen for my fourth one. What do you think of that? Yeah, so I'm gonna give you uh, um, I'm gonna give you some results. These are the last. This goes back last six. So this is South Carolina one lost by ten, lost by thirteen, one. Lost by four, lost by eleven. Mm. Versus Florida, I love. That's my favorite play of the week, Chris. South Carolina. Wow, really? Okay, yeah, so plus, we're plus we're eighteen and a half. Well, and you know, too, Ole Miss is interesting because of Kiffin, but they're really bad defensively. So I think that Florida's probably overvalued a little bit here in this spot. Yeah, I mean, Kiffin's got the offense working, and the defense is not working. No doubt. All right, so those are my four college plays. Um, I'm rolling again. If you want to recap, Navy minus 6.5 at Air Force. Oklahoma State minus 21.5 at Kansas. South Carolina plus 18 at Florida. And North Texas minus 1.5 against Southern Mississippi. Todd Kirk, you, yeah. have, the, you have the floor. You're already on me with, uh, with South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina is my number one pick. I think I've covered that and and uh, ad nauseum. All right, so second pick, I'm going to stick with the Big Twelve. Okay. 
Uh, we've got Baylor heading to West Virginia. Oh, man. West Virginia is catching points. Um, it's minus, well, plus three right now on DraftKings. Um, West Virginia's never lost at home to Baylor, and they're getting points. Uh, I like that kind of a trend. And if West Virginia does what I think they'll do and run the ball, I think they win this game easily. I even put the money line there is minus, or plus 125. I think that's a good bet. I just like the history of these teams, like a South Carolina, um, these teams that play other teams a certain way. Um, I've always kind of leaned toward that. So I'm going to take West Virginia and the three points in that game. Uh, My other bet, which I really like, is Mississippi State and their team over of 43 and a half. Um, Wow. I I love this team's offense because they have the Pirates. Um, I saw play. what they did last week at LSU, and I don't care. LSU may be bad, Bo Pelini defense, um, but Mississippi State is not going to let off. This is their first home game. You know how the Cowbells are. Uh, he's going to want to put on a show for those fans. I look for them to score easily uh, 43 points over Arkansas. Man, it's that's a that, great line. A, I'm going to jump yeah. on that right now. Yeah, that was a team total. I want to make sure – um, I still have that correct game lines here. Sorry, I'm looking to see where do they put the team totals. You have to go on on DraftKings. You go into team props. Yep, forty three and a half is still a, you're laying minus eighteen on DraftKings. Uh, but I think it's worth it, man. They're they're going to score. Arkansas is a better team this year. Don't get me wrong; they are a better team this year. But dude, this is leech. Um, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. But take the 43 and go. Um, Then my other one, um, this is a first half line. Uh, Cincinnati, I watched a little bit of their game versus Army, which is a very tough team. Uh, Obviously, I've won some money on Army this year. But Cincinnati is playing, Chris, one of those uh, bad teams again in South Florida who's been housed uh, everywhere they go. They're terrible. Uh, they're terrible. They're like a Southern Miss. They're like a Kansas. I think we got to find a way to win money. It's a two thirty start. We're going to take Cincinnati in the first half minus thirteen points. You like these first half lines? I do like first yeah. half lines. I think. Well, you, know, you hit on the Bama here. one last week. You know, I would have. That one screwed me. They absolutely killed Missouri, and then you know let off the gas a little bit. And Missouri got a back door. Well, and what I heard is much to that. I made this note. Um, there are some coaches talking about the reason these big lines like a Clemson and an Alabama and some of these good teams are doing that in these in these early games if they can is because with COVID, they want to get as much real-world playing time for their second and third teamers because yeah. you don't know when this is going to hit. That makes sense to me. It makes me a little nervous about taking these big numbers for the long haul. Might as well get them in the first half where you know these teams are going to run it up and crush them. Yeah, I like that play a lot. I, I really like that play, actually. Uh, would you so, maybe maybe even a little uh, by, that, by that go Clemson first half line maybe? Take a look at that against Virginia this week. I like Virginia, man. I watched okay. a little bit of that game. Yeah, right. they've got a right. – They've got a kind of an up-tempo team. Um, you know, they look like everybody else now. They've got a, a little scat back out of Hawaii who is really solid. That kid is hard-nosed. Um, I just wanted to I wanted to kind of back off on that one and, and just kind of see uh, what would happen. The only other thing I would say in the Cincinnati game is there's a big trend with Cincinnati, South Florida. 
just a little nudge toward the over in that, and that's around 45, 45 and a half, 46 now on DraftKings. Um, I look for Cincinnati to do some house in here, and um, 45, 46 seems a little bit low. But I'm going to go with South Carolina with you, taking the 18 and a half. Cincinnati first half minus 13. Like me some West Virginia at home because they win that game straight up. Look at the money line on that. And then the Mississippi State team over at 43 and a half. One quick note on a Big 12 game that I have for you guys is uh, the one of the lines that really, and I know that you have been questioning this line all week, Texas Tech and Kansas State. Yes. Um, I did a little research on Wells, uh, Matt Wells, the, the coach of, uh, of Texas Tech. One thing to consider here, they have uh, – so he has coached 14 games at Texas Tech. Okay. Um, five of their losses have been by three points or fewer. Mm. So um, I, I don't know what to take about that with this line, but I, I do think it's – Matt Wells is – you know, you kind of think Texas Tech football is one thing. Um, I've – as I've talked about a lot, I, I know Matt Wells quite well. Um, he's a different type of coach than he's, he's don't, don't take this the wrong way. Cause I think he's, he's better, but he, he's more Tommy Tuberville than he is Cliff Kingsbury as far as, you know, how to approach the game. So I, I just, th- I still think they're in a little bit of a transition type year, but I, I know a lot of people were, that line came out at two and a half and we're like, what is this? Um, after Kansas state just beat Oklahoma, but that, that's why they, they play people really close. Most fascinating game of the week to me is TCU-Texas. TCU was better than I thought they would be last week against Iowa State, and Texas most certainly was not. So, no. all right. yeah. Uh, all right, Todd. Um, again, we'll stick with it. I do not have an NFL play for us this week. Um, I've got a couple that I'm looking at right now. The New England-Kansas City game is fascinating. Um, I don't, I don't think I'd touch it, but there's, uh, I, 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 I do not have an NFL play for you. You're the NFL expert. What do you, what do you see right now? What, what if I told you Kansas city minus one, would you bet chiefs there? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think what I'm finding Chris is, is that the line. No, but when you're teasing in the NFL, oh, yeah. I think it's really where you got to look for value. Um, I did some random stuff. Um, ended up winning three out of four teasers last weekend in the NFL. And not for much, but just kind of testing out some some things because I lost a teaser that I gave out, and then I ended up doing three others and, and won them. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a tease this year, this week. But I also feel, too, um, this was a tough, tough week in the NFL. Um, I always hate when I like something and then I hear everybody else like it and, and – and so I'm a little bit cautious on some of these things I'm going to talk about. So much like last week, I would say I will finalize Sunday morning by 10 o'clock on Twitter. Let's just say I'll put out a, I'll put out a tweet at 10 o'clock on, on uh, the Action Fanatics Twitter page. So go follow us there. We will follow you too. And if you have questions, let us know. Um, most either Chris or I will, will answer them. But um, here's what I'm looking at so far. I, I call, have what I call the Lee Greenwood Bowl, Chris. Um, which one of these teams is a fraud? So you have Indy <laughs> at Chicago. Um, Indy is Indy is actually, you know, I, li- I like looking at the, these DVOAs. Indy's got the best defense DVOA. 
And what is that? So the VOA is versus average. And what the, these guys do is um, it's called footballoutsiders.com. What they do is they look at every play and like a three yard run is not the same as a three yard run. Right. So they're actually putting it into the situation. So any, even though they played crap teams based on the situation, their defense is really good, but I don't know what to think. So Chicago three and oh, what do you know? What do you think about them? Plus full starting versus fulls relieving two different animals. Um, I'm going to call this a Greenwood bowl because we're going to see who the real team is. Uh, I believe it's going to be Chicago. I do too. I would um, pick Chicago. Yeah. I'm yeah, still I mean, not like the, the like Phillip rivers thing. I'm just, I gave those no. stats a couple weeks ago, you know, and I know they beat the Vikings, but the Vikings are terrible. They're the Vikings are awful. The, the, the Jets are terrible. They had, actually, if you look at that game, I think they had what? 38. Um, but they scored two touchdowns off pick sixes. Uh, so I think Indy's a fraud. I think they are the Lee Greenwood of the I, NFL right now. Yeah, I think that this comes down to Chicago's defense. You know, yeah. that, 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 they I don't know. They they seemed energized with Foles, too. There's something about that guy. I, I don't get it. I don't get how, um, you know, he's so good as a reliever. And once he gets that I, – I, I don't know. I don't have a great feel on this game. I would, I would totally play Chicago though if I, if I was getting points. Absolutely. Yeah, and I've, I've heard this. Uh, you know, I don't know whether you. Uh, the take on it is whether do you wait, you know, to get it three. Um, this is a good teasable number because you can get it up above seven, which I enjoy. Right now, you're getting two and a half. I still like Chicago. Uh, one of the games, unfortunately, they took off the board was Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Uh, I think in that spot, Pittsburgh would have been a really good play. Um, okay, so another game I'm looking at is, and this is the one that has me really worried. So right now I'm looking at Miami getting six and a half at home versus Seattle. Okay. Uh, Miami is really traditionally, over the last year uh, of NFL play, um, they're co- they're 10 and four against the spread. And um, getting six at home against a Seattle team that has a terrible defense and Miami's just going to scrap you back, Doria. Um, I like that six and a half points. I think that's a good team. Do you think number. that'll get up to seven? Do you think the public will come in and put that to seven on Sunday? It, it's been there. Uh, I think there's enough people talking about um, Miami as the play here okay. that I would doubt it. If it does, then you know some uh, some pretty big money came in on Seattle. Some sharp money would have come in on Seattle. So that would cause me even more concern because – I just don't like being with everybody. I like kind of being below the radar. So that's the one game I think I feel like I'm with everybody. Uh, but I'm still going to take it. But Miami just makes sense. You watch that team, they're tough. Uh, third game I like is Cincinnati minus three at home versus Jacksonville. And this is really more just the eye test. Um, having watched Jacksonville the last two games versus having watched Cincinnati the, the entire year, uh, Joe Burrow's awesome. That team is competing hard. They're playing hard. They are not tanking. They should have won versus Philly uh, on the road, I think, which would have probably brought this number up a little bit. But uh, I say you could take Cincinnati at home. Uh, I would even look at possibly the over. Now, that line has steamed up to 49. I think you've lost all the value on an over bet right now, 49. But if it comes down to maybe 48 and a half, it's worth a little something. But um, those are my three plays. I'm going to go Cincinnati at home, minus three, 
Miami at home getting six and a half and Chicago at home uh, getting two and a half. Now here's the teaser that I'm going to throw out there because I normally said I came into this year, auto bet any double digit, auto bet them. I am not going to bet the Giants. I'm not going to do it. Just like I said, I wouldn't the Jets last week and they did not cover. I should have gone opposite. Um, and after what happened to Baltimore against Kansas City, I'm not going to auto bet Washington either. I think Washington has some major issues. I think their uh, quarterback is going in the wrong direction, and Baltimore's coming in um, like they just got their uh, the Hornets' nest just got kicked. They don't have to travel far to go to this game. Uh, I like Chicago, Kansas City, Miami, the Rams, and the Ravens. Jeez. Throw that five team teaser so you can get those numbers down to. Seven and a half, seven and a half for Baltimore and the Rams. You get Miami at 12 and a half. You get Kansas City minus one and Chicago at eight and a half. So that's my fourth play in the NFL. I've started to do the teasers of, um, I like those teams that are like six point favorites, like you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And then basically you just need them to win. And and listen, Kansas City crushed New England at New England last night. uh, until Kansas City proves me wrong, I know these uh, these Chargers, I was looking at Tampa Bay because they've been really good and their DVOA numbers are good, but I don't know what to make of that Chargers team. I really don't. One week they're keeping it close, the next week they're losing at home to Carolina. Uh, Arizona I finally lost on. I don't uh, – I'm going to leave that there. I think there's some – the other game is that night game, Philadelphia-San Francisco. In my opinion, there's some line value in San Francisco. Um, but it's minus seven now. So our line value on San Fran a lot in my opinion, but we'll wait and maybe see what, uh, who you got picks on that game. Um, and then obviously Atlanta green Bay is going to be a great Monday night game. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Cleveland Dallas is the game of the week for me. Just two entertaining teams that are just total train wrecks that I total tra- like that. I love I, to follow. Yeah, I'm a Browns fan, man. I just think this spot is bad for them, but I'm not going to let – I'm too clouded on that game. I'd probably play Dallas too yeah. under a touchdown like that, but that'll be Four a Four and a half one. now. Man. I know. Money's coming in on Cleveland. Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean, know, man. I, I I played Cleveland last week. I, I won with them last week. That was Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I played them in the second half too. I mean, that yeah. was – to me, that was a good spot for them. This does this is not a good spot for them. Um, Cowboys coming home, playing really, really sloppy. Uh, could have won. I mean, listen, they, they got lucky to have their one win. Uh, but Cleveland's beat nobodies and lost to a really good team. Who knows? I just think this is a bad spot for the, the Browns. All right, Todd. Uh, we encourage everybody to follow us at Action Fanatics on Twitter. And um, thanks for playing along, everybody. It's 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 been kind of fun to bounce back and forth with everybody during the games on Saturdays. I'm thinking about going up to Ames on Saturday night. I can't decide because if I do that, then I can't watch everything else. You know what I mean? Like I, Let me know. Let me know. It might be a good road trip just to go and maybe, uh, yeah, take a TV and well, ah, listen, that's going to be phenomenal. I I think Iowa State's better than Oklahoma. Like, I, there's people who are going to call me a homer for saying that, but just watching Oklahoma, their defense doesn't seem to be any better. Um, nope. They've, they're, they're worse off at quarterback. They're less experienced across the board. It's early on, pandemic year. I don't Kansas know. State, Kansas State just, just beat them at home. I know. 
I mean, come on. Like, you know, it doesn't make sense. Oh, by the way, who you got poll is complete. Uh, uh, Denver, overwhelming, 72.4% Denver for tonight. Denver tonight. All right. He's Todd Kirk. Give us feedback, everybody. Uh, What do you like about what we're doing? What do you want us to do more of? Uh, At Action Fanatics on Twitter. Uh, Remember to support our sponsor, the DraftKings Sportsbook, of course, at Wild Rose Casino, all across our great state. Uh, We have a great relationship with them and appreciate everything uh, they're doing for us as we continue to uh, build up this brand. So uh, share the word and, uh, well, good luck. Cheers, guys. Good luck this weekend. We'll uh, we'll, We'll be in contact later.